your get your girl Creole. Let's go get your girl Creole. She boy retro. She boy retro. She 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 boy. She boy she boy retro. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? This is your boy, Retro. And this is your girl, Creo. And, and we are back for another episode of... Oh, uh, but yeah, we in the building. Another Tuesday. I know we missed last Tuesday. Man, we got so much shit to oh, tell you. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, man. I, forgot, I left it off the list, but yeah, we definitely have to talk about why we didn't do the podcast last week. We have a legit reason. Man, so I hope everyone's doing well on this lovely Tuesday. Um... Hopefully you guys are still tuning in, downloading, spreading, sharing the love. We thank all our listeners for tuning in. Thank you very much. We have crossed the 1,000 download mark. We 1, actually 000. have 1,100 now. All right. Keep it going. Keep it going. Like I say, we're trying to get sponsors and everything that we need in order to get to that next peak. You know what I mean? We're not plateauing now. We, we keep on progressing and keep on growing. But let's get into it, y'all. So, <sighs> all right. First of all. Uh, FYI, me and Creo, we just came from the gym. I know y'all was like, well, I thought y'all was doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Well, Creo is back off on weekends with her job and the way her schedule works. Don't. I'll make sure there was a job calling for me. But I only want to make sure that we are able to <clears throat> um, stick with the schedule of working out together. It's now going on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. So it's back to back to back. And, you know, I love I love Creole, but I'm fucking hating her right now because of this shit. It's not my fault. But it's all good, though, you know. You came to me with the whole idea of getting a trainer. Okay, well, we don't need no trainer the next month then. Save all money. <laughs> That's the case. But now, nah, um, like I say, it's just... Get my body um used to it whatnot, so it's gonna be all good. So last week, so this what happened. I've been wanting to get a truck because you know a DJ and all this, and I'm like I'm tired putting everything in my car. Plus, I like to sit up high, ride high. You're partner, a country boy, right? And all most everybody on my daddy's side. Has don't have cars. They have some type of SUV or truck. So I've been eyeing a vehicle, eyeing a vehicle. I found one. Found one on Facebook. It was a Tahoe, two thousand five, one hundred eighty thousand miles. You know, it was a mechanic. He he had it. So I'm like, all right. Looked at the picture. So I told Creole, we're gonna go out there and snatch it. So I picked Creole up Tuesday morning. We left about here, what, about 7? About 7.30. 7.30. We're on the road heading to Rain, Louisiana. That's on the outskirts of Lafayette. We driving. It's about two hours away. Making good time. Driving. Yep. We get know, there for 10. We get there for 10. We left about 10.25. Well, hold on. Let's, okay, I'm sorry. We get there for 10. I get there, <clears throat> look at the truck, pop the hood, check everything out. He's like, yeah, let's go for a test ride. So we hop in and me and Creole and the guy. Mind you, when we pull up to the place, the guy had Trump flags. I was like, Going oh, to the garage, Jesus. he had a Confederate flag and a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> yeah, but like I say, it's all business. I don't give, I don't care. We just business. So, and like I said, the guy's a mechanic, he has a shop. So he like, yeah. So when we get there, you know, I'm looking at everything. He said, yeah, it looks like it just started leaking a little oil or something. But I'm like, I say, is it road ready? He's like, yeah, we're going to test drive. And I said, all right, cool. So we're driving. It's running fine. AC, heat work, all that works. It's not shaking. It's shifting. Everything is good. I said, okay, cool. Did the paperwork, gave him the money. Creole drives the truck back. I'm driving my car back. So we leave. I'm like, what, where you look at on the gas? It's a half a tank. I said, what's up at the gas station? Fill but, up. The, but let's keep in mind, we left about, we 
that whole thing part was quick because right. we got there for 10 to meet the guy for 10. We were leaving about 10 25. Mm-hmm. That's how fast all that happened. Right. And we expected to be back by like noonish to be able to do the podcast and all that stuff. Right. So we stop at the gas station. I try to fill up and gas start coming out the tank. I'm like, hmm. So well, maybe there's something wrong with the gauge or whatnot. So we took off. So I'm driving Creole in front of me. And I'm like, what is this mist coming, putting on my windshield? So I rolled down the window. And mind you, she's in the truck. I'm in my car. I'm like, hmm. This might be all. So I call her up. I say, hey, how the truck? You know, she's like, everything's fine. It's good. Da, 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 da. It's not running hot. You know, it's, it's riding. So we pushing it. We're driving. Drive through Lafayette. Drive through Bro Bridge. Went over to Atchafalaya Basin. No problems. Get to Baron Rouge. No problems. We heading down. We, you know, we all 10 heading towards New Orleans. We get to Sorrento. No, we got to Gonzalez, oh, Burnside. Gonzalez, Burnside. My car, the dashboard lights went off, but it was still running. I'm like, okay, that's weird. All of a sudden, it shuts off. Pull over to the side, try to start it up, wouldn't start. I don't have no cables, so I told Creole, I said, hey, go to the next exit, get some jumper cables, gas up, whatever. Well, Because at that point, the truck started showing that the gas was like the gas mileage was dropping really, really fast. Right. At that point. So then we pulled over. Retro says, you know, go get some jumper cables. Like go to the next exit. Cause we remembered we were at, we stopped at um, a racetrack and at the next exit in Sorrento on our way out right. to grab some snacks. And then we, um, so we knew there was a the racetrack there to get some, Oh Lord, I got food. In, never mind. So, <laughs> So, you know, we knew that was a racetrack in the next exit. So I go to crank the truck and the truck is showing me that it went from having 80 miles worth of gas to 50 miles worth of gas just from it being cut off. And then it started telling me that the oil was low. Right. So when she drove over, I looked because, you know, when you sit in the spot and you have your AC on, it'll leave a puddle of water or whatnot. So I went and checked and see if it was, you know. That was water or what? Sure enough, it was oil. So I said, okay, so I do have an oil leak. <sighs> so she gets to the gas station. She gets the jumper cables. She buys some oil, but it's a truck. So she can't reach where the oil, where you got to pour the oil in. So they had some, they had a guy, he helped her pour the oil in. A nice slugged up gentleman in a Lakers jersey. <sighs> Cause on big, no, cause I, I say that because like on a normal day, like I'm on a normal day, I'd have just assumed he was flirting and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. But I was, he was like, you need help? I was like, absolutely. Please. <laughs> Please. Absolutely. And he was nice. He had got, he had got his oil rag. He checked the oil for me. He changed the oil for me. He realized I had bought the wrong oil right. and we went inside and exchanged it for the right oil and all that stuff like that. And he changed my oil for me. You know, I tried to fill up the gas tank, but once again, like it took some gas and then it spilled back out. So we think like just the gauge shows low when it's not really low, which is not a bad thing. I would rather I would rather it show me that it has less gas and have gas in it as opposed to showing me it has gas and and not have gas. Right. So, yeah, I get the jumper cables. The guy changes the oil for me. You know, I top off on gas and all the stuff like that. And I drive from Sorrento back to Gonzalez to go meet up with Retro. So, pulls up, put the cables on, let the car sit for a minute, jump the car off, start. I said, okay, good. Hop in the car, drive. Next thing you know, go past the Sorrento exit. The Sorrento exit, everything's good. Get past that. Start coming up with Gramercy. Whoop, died again. Pulled over. So it's either two things. Either I need a new battery or I need an alternator. I looked on my phone for the nearest AutoZone. They had one in Gramercy, but I said, you know what? But it wasn't right off the interstate. Right. It would have been a ride. It had to go in deep. So I was like, let me, let's try to bring it to La Plaza. Go to AutoZone out there. 
And that was another, what, 11 miles? We were right. like holding our breath, so, hoping we can get there. So I sat there, put the cables on, started the car, let it charge up. Sat there for a good minute, just like probably five minutes. So yeah, it was off. probably like 10, 15. We, we sat there left. for a while. Driving, I was good. I was good. Actually, off of La Paz, good, good. Got in, got close to where we had to be, needed a charge. Charged it one more time, got made it to the AutoZone. So, get to AutoZone. I had to buy an alternator that was $229. and had to buy the tools to change the alternator while we were there. I bought some oil because I'm like, well, the truck is going to be sitting. The oil didn't go down after that, but still just don't want just don't want to chance it. Sit here, bust the oil. And also, Creel bought some air freshener stuff because the guy who sold it to us, he was a smoker. And, and he was driving smell. the car while yeah. he had it. He was driving the truck while he had it, and he was smoking up a storm and a thing. And, it re- and with the seeds being upholstery, is is sitting in the seats and I I couldn't stand the smell the entire time. So when I had stopped off in Sorrento, I had grabbed some Febreze like clips to put in there, and it helped a little bit, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. But when we got the AutoZone, I I saw that uh that smoke spray that was like specifically to get rid of the the smell of smoke. I sprayed the mess out of it right. in the car because I I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it, especially the way the day was going. I couldn't take it. So, so. I sat there, changed the alternator. Creole helped me change the alternator in the parking lot. Changed the alternator in the parking lot. All was on the plies. And it's so cute because you saw the grease on my on my jeans. You're like, oh, I'm sorry, baby. I got grease on your pants. And by that point, I was just like, I I, I just don't care anymore. Like I, just, I was like, I don't I don't care. I just want to go home and eat because we were starving because <laughs> yeah, we had, we had ate all, all day because we were trying to stick to our diet and be good. And all this stuff like that. And because we were like, oh, we're not supposed to eat till 12. So we was like, oh, we'll, we'll eat when we get back because we'll be back by 12 or a little after 12. We got back to the city at 530. So start the car. Carl's good. Made it to the city. Drop the car off to Peter. We dropped, dropped the, the truck, truck off. off to Peter. Yeah. So the truck been at Peter. So he called me the next day. He was like, yeah, a lot, a lot. I said, what you mean a lot? He's like, he's telling me all the things, all the gaskets that need to be changed, the fuel pump, everything. I'm like, so I text the guy. I'm like, hey, man. Um, you know, I was like, I wasn't rude. And I said, good morning. You know, um, I made it down to the city, but the old leak is very bad. I mean, is there any way I can get like $1,000 back? And he was like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't sell the vehicles with warranty. And I was like, well, you know, I'm, and it's my fault, but, I, you know, the reason why I even bought it, because you're a mechanic, and I, I assume, which is my fault, that you would check the product before you sell it to somebody because you wouldn't want nobody to sell you a limit like that when you're a whole mechanic. So he's like, no, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was like that. Da, da, da. I said, man, whatever. So right now it's in the shop. So that's why we didn't record Tuesday because we had that ordeal. So, but it's all good in the hood now. Um. So, yeah. Thank so you, that was That was last week. That was last week. So that's why y'all didn't get a podcast. <laughs> but like I said, we're back, you guys. So we are back. Um, in today's news, what's going on? Oh, what isn't going on? Drew Brees retired. He Drew finally well, he Brees. finally announced his retirement. He everybody knew it was gonna Who happen. That? It was just it was just when he was gonna announce it. And he announced it on social media. That's all he did. He used the kids to announce it on um on Instagram. Twenty years in the game. Twenty years in the game. Fifteen, 15 in New Orleans. In New Orleans. One Super Bowl. That's fine. Which he is gave totally us, fine. He gave us some win. There's teams. There's still teams that never won a Super Bowl. So um, who like Atlanta? Hmm. Is it like did Atlanta win the one? No. Yeah, Dirty Birds. Because <laughs> they always want to brag. We've been in the Super Bowl twice, and you lost both of them. So both of them. At least, at least we went one and won one. 
You feel me? That was you that was telling me that uh, the Falcons had posted, uh, yeah, congratulations, Drew, but we won't miss you. Yeah, you damn right. <laughs> you damn right. I was talking to uh, Pretty Pocahontas the other night. I was like, bro, who, like, who are we? We must gonna have to be buying somebody for us to be doing all these. Um, yeah, I literally, people. I literally just got a push alert like a minute ago saying that they let go Quan Alexander. So I mean, we cutting people. We cutting people, and we're re- and they're restructuring a lot of contracts to where people are taking pay cuts. So Michael Thomas got his contract restructured. Um, Cam Jordan got his contract restructured. Uh, they cut. Um, they cut the punter. They cut the punter. They cut a couple other people. Um, and then what else? Uh, 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 Taysom Hill's contract got restructured. He re-signed for four years, but all four years avoidable. So they could just up and cut him anytime and not have to guarantee him any money. Damn. Like they won't have to owe him. They just like, like there is no minimum. Like, so it's not like we have to keep you for two years out of the four. Like they say all four avoidable. Winston got oh, oh, a one-year contract for like $14 million, which is up from the $1 million they signed him for uh, last year. So, I mean, they're making some major moves. So, they're they looking to throw some money at somebody. So, I mean, and Drew Brees retiring, that frees up a lot of cap space too. So, we'll see what happens come like draft time. And I mean, it's still free agency. Right. And from what they're saying, it it looks like Winston is going to be the start and starting quarterback. But we'll see. I I just need him to stay out of trouble. We were, we were joking at work. We was like, Jameis Winston wins us a Super Bowl. He can get all the crab legs he want. All the crab legs you want. Get brother. all the crab legs you want. You can eat as many W's as you want. It won't be weird anymore because you'll actually be winning. Right. We're gonna see. Like I said, it's gonna be an interesting. Like I have no problem with Jameis Winston. There's a lot of people who's like, I don't want Jameis Winston. I have no problem with Jameis Winston. I just, I just want him to be a better person. Period. Oh, he has to if he's gonna be starting car, but he needs because this is your second chance team. team, just like it was for Drew Brees, right? And I mean, just like it was for a lot of players, because I mean, a lot of people don't realize like all of our like big name players were not first round draft picks or like top draft picks. Mm-hmm. Michael Thomas, Kamara, um, you know, Cam Jordan, all them. None of them were first round draft picks. We rarely give first round draft picks. And people get upset when we like trade and give away our first round draft picks. But most of the time we get a lot of good diamonds in the rough. Right. That are most like, definitely. they were good enough to be drafted, but not, not like first round draft pick. Cause a lot of them ended up bust like Johnny Menzel and mm. Ricky Williams. Wasn't that mm. great for us. And um, Ingram eventually came around, but he wasn't like great from the start. Right. He was a Heisman Trophy winner. He wasn't great from the start. Reggie Bush was pretty good. Right. You know, but I mean, a lot of times the first round draft picks are pretty bust. It's very like you, you shell out a ton of money and pray that they're going to be good. But then they end up getting cut because it's like, you're not worth all the money we forking over. Like I say. Which is the same thing that happened to Tim Tebow as much as everybody wanted to try to make it as much as like a religious thing. Like the they, just don't, they just don't want a religious person. It's like, no, Tim Tebow was not worth the money that they were forking over for a first round draft pick who was also a Heisman Trophy winner. Hey. And, you know, so that's what that's what the Saints have been good at is because, I mean, most of the, the Super Bowl team was either like some second chance player or somebody who got drafted like low. Like people, people forget that um, Tom Brady got drafted really low his year. There you go. Like Tom Brady got drafted in like the sixth round, I want to say. So that draft shit don't mean shit. Right. Just let people know. And Drew Brees' career was supposed to be over after right. he injured his shoulder in San Diego. And we took a chance on him and look what happened. 15 glorious years. Like I say, man. He came, in, he came in 05 and it took him, what, Four five years to give us a uh, Super Bowl. Now I will say this though, we and people can argue me against it all you want, but those motherfuckers cheated out a couple Super Bowls. Oh, they did. Every but everybody knows that because it had gotten so blatant that 
even around the, the fucking, league. The fucking bounty shit. That was bullshit. The bounty was bounty that was, was a year crap after bowl. we won, right? Yes. The yeah. What New Orleans? Oh no. And Sean Payton, Sean Payton was suspended from coaching the entire year. The whole year we didn't have a fucking coach. So we had that bullshit. Then we had the shit with um We had the Minnesota Miracle, which that wasn't that wasn't cheating. That just was heartbreaking. And then the following year was the Nola No Call. So I gotta say. It's just it was hurt after hurt after hurt after hurt. But yeah, that, but the Nola No Call was like so blatant that that was like a league-wide, like, man, they screwed y'all. You know, because normally people will be like, oh, y'all just making excuses for sucking and blah, blah, blah. Like, Nola No Call was like so blatant, especially since the DB was bragging on the fact that he intentionally uh, made a helmet-to-helmet hit. Right. That every commentator, every... um. Every like uh, analyst, you know, other coaches around the league, other players, like everybody was like, man, that was bullshit, you know? So, you know. It's all good in the hood. Like I said, we're going to see what this year brings us. But I'm willing to give Jameis Winston a chance. I don't think I don't think Taysom is going to be the starting quarterback. I think he enjoys playing Iron Man ball. So. Yeah, I, I think yeah. he I think he really enjoys yeah, you know, even though he got his chance to play quarterback and they won games and stuff like that, I don't think he cares for being like a quarterback all the time. I think he finds fun in playing the different the different roles. positions where he's needed. Like right. he legit is just like, Where do you need me, coach? And well, well, get that W. You need me to be the gunner, you need me to punt the ball, you need me to be the quarterback, you need me to be the wide receiver, the tight end. I'll be the center, I'll be the running back. You know, <laughs> be the water boy, whatever. I'll be whatever. Like Taysom Hill will do whatever. We just better keep Hill. That's all I'm saying. Like I say, he got a four year contract, so they plan on keeping him for a good bit as long as he's producing. Oh, he will. That he will. Stay Hill, please. I gotta get a signed jersey from you. We love the Mormon missile. The Mormon missile. That's what uh Kamara say he calls him the, the so, Mormon missile. Once again, Drew, thank you for what you did for the city. Um, we love you. We appreciate you. You know, we hope that you stay, which I don't see him leaving. Well, I mean, he uh, he has a gig as uh, a commentator for NBC Sports. So we'll see if that's going to cause him to move or if he's just going to go do that on the weekend and come home. I, I mean, it wouldn't not. be no different from playing football right. and going to an away game. So I don't see why he would leave. I don't know. I don't think I don't see them leaving. I don't see him leaving. Yeah, hey, Drew, you better not leave, goddammit. You got walk-ons. You got your Jimmy Johns down here. It don't matter. Newman uh, Newman is probably going to try to make sure all three of them boys are on the football team, just like the Mannings. All right, bro. Stay your ass here, Drew. We love you. Stay here. But, um, yeah, man, that's fucked up. And probably by the time you listen to this shit, everybody should have their st- stimulus. Hopefully. They, stimmy, you they know. said they're trying to get it to everybody before Easter, which is so, the 4th of March, right? Uh, I think it's the 4th of March. Yeah. No, April. April. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're, in, we're in March. Right. <laughs> so um, so hopefully everybody get their money. Uh, mine's probably going to come through the mail because that's how I got it last time. It was a paper check. But um, I hope everybody gets it and, you know, do what you want with it. I might buy me a little more crypto and stocks. But um, other than that, you know, shout out to uh, Uncle Biden coming through with that. They're saying they probably they might be there, maybe one more stimulus package. Yeah, I think they, the I think they're trying to and at least so, get one more because they're they're hoping we're in like herd immunity around the summertime, right? With everybody getting the vaccine. I just now. want, I just want, um. I want, I'm, just give me five. I need five stacks. That's all I want. Uncle Biden, if you're listening, give me five stacks. Everybody, give me five. I got five on it. That's all I want. But um, anyway, on to the next subject. So the other day, Creole, while I was at work, she was at work. She texted me this long ass shit about Instagram um, psych doctors. And I'm like, 
Something must have triggered her. I ain't know what. Because whenever she puts anything in the tweet, something, that's her, that's her outlet. Wherever she wants to get something off her chest, so she goes to Twitter. So when I and now, the Twitter rant wasn't even long. It wasn't long. It was long. But I have it set up on my phone now that whenever she posts something, I get a notification. I figured that because you text me right after I posted. You got damn right because now I know that if she's ever mad or if I did something and she doesn't tell me, if I get a fucking tweet, I have tweet, never subtweeted. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, just if there's something going on, you and you haven't spoke to me about it, I check Twitter. But anyway, so go ahead and explain yourself, babe. Okay, so I was pretty much just, I was just like talking about how, you know, everybody thinks they're pretty much the general idea is everybody thinks they're an expert at things now. They've like done a little bit of reading on psychology. Like they took like one psychology class in college. I mean, I did too. And I mean, now they want to diagnose. special. Yeah. So now everybody wants to diagnose everybody on Instagram or like social media. And like y'all are like abusing words like toxic and narcissism and things like that. And, you know, and it's just gotten to the point where it's like not everybody wants to like diagnose everybody. And like, that's the excuse. Now, granted, some people do have actual problems, but like. I feel like we've getting we're getting to a point where people are starting to use some of these terms to either a make an excuse for their part in something mm-hmm. on behalf of somebody else. Well, well, I'm not in the wrong. You're just toxic, or I'm not in the wrong. You're he he he's a narcissist. You know. Sorry, to cut you off. Friday, Falcon and Winter Soldier comes out. Okay, I gotta watch Wand- Wandavision. Yeah, one vision. It's it's tight. So yeah, it's like, you know, it's oh he's he's a, he's a narcissist. Like yeah, we broke up because oh my god, he's such a narcissist. Or oh my god, he uh he's so toxic. Or you know, I've been, I'm just a toxic person. So that's why I'm the way I am. And like, and you're you talking know, about that. I've been hearing that on Clubhouse. A lot of these chat rooms be toxic, toxic, uh, narcissist, uh, narcissist. Yeah, narcissist, narcissist. and you All know, and child, everything is childhood trauma now too. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is oh, uh, well, you know, I'm I'm this type of person because of childhood trauma. Well, you know, so and so is this way because of childhood trauma. You know, he's he cheats a lot because of childhood trauma, or he could just be a hoe, or he just <laughs> like women. Why it has to be based on like a childhood trauma? It's childhood trauma. It's like, oh, you're insecure. It must be based on a childhood trauma. And that's what I tweeted. That's why uh, Retro was like, what are you talking about? Because it's the truth. It's like, that's how it is. It's like, oh, I'm feeling a little insecure about my weight today. You know, I need to lose some weight. We're like, oh, well, you know, you feel that way because of some childhood trauma. And it's like, or I could be a 32-year-old woman who is knowledgeable of the fact that she is fat and she needs to do better you know it's not due to like any reason or like we know somebody and i'm look the people we know are gonna be like "Ooh, tiffany why you have to talk about her <laughs> but uh, retro know who i'm about to talk about but i'm not gonna say her name but it was the same thing it was like she got married for all the wrong reasons mm. to the wrong guy mm. and i mean yeah he he did some shitty things like go on vacation with another woman for his birthday and publicly post it while he was still supposedly married. But and he really didn't give a shit. But everything, her favorite word to describe him and to not own him to the fact that she like forced this marriage was that he was a narcissist. Oh my God, he's a narcissist. He's a narcissist. I'm doing my thesis paper on narcissism because, you know, you know, I'm, I'm an expert on it considering the fact that I'm married. I married a narcissist. I'm a, he's a narcissist. He's a narcissist. And it's like, no, you got married because you wanted a baby. You got jealous of your friend having a baby and you forced your second marriage so you can't have a baby. And y'all were divorced in what, a year? You know? I so yeah, that. he may be kind of a narcissist, but also you also forced the marriage that he probably didn't want to be in. And so, you know, and I just feel like y'all abuse narcissists, toxic, and now the new one is childhood trauma. You know, not everybody has childhood trauma. Some people have childhood trauma and they get through it. 
But I feel, and yeah, it does hinder some people, but I also feel like some people use it as a crutch. Hmm. As an excuse as to why they are, oh, well, you know, I'm really bitchy because I had childhood trauma. You know? know. And it's like, no, you're just a bitch. Like... <laughs> no, that's that's childhood trauma. I mean, you know, I'm I'm the way I am because of my childhood trauma, but I don't want to talk it. Like I'm a really terrible person to, to you, but you know. I don't want to talk about it. So for all y'all Clubhouse Instagram psychs, I need to see y'all certification. Okay. I have a friend who is a psych doctor. Her name is Catherine. If you need, she does family therapy and whatnot. And she don't do half the shit that <laughs> these people who took one psych class do. Like she there actually has a degree. She actually has a practice, but she yeah. don't go walking around calling everybody toxic narcissists with oh. childhood trauma. You know, she's not around here uh, trying to diagnose everybody. Right. And that's why I told you it was, it was like the... Um, like people are getting to the point where they're like the episode of my wife and kids when Jay went back to college and was taking a psych class <laughs> and she was diagnosing everybody in the house and she told Claire, she basically told Claire that she was like suicidal and pretty much like she was like really vain and uh, uh, attention seeking and blah, blah, blah. And it was going to eventually lead to her like committing suicide. And like Claire like runs off crying and like Junior's running around. I was like, yeah, mom diagnosed me as a bipolar schizophrenic, you know, <laughs> and all kind of things like that. And eventually like um, Michael like tricks her into diagnosing herself. Cause she's like, yeah, yeah. He was like, I noticed he's like, I got a friend that's like this, this, that, and other. She's like, oh yeah. Uh, and she's like going through her book. She's like, yeah, it, it says she's a, it, the person is a textbook, bipolar, schizophrenic, da, 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 da. And she's like going off and he's like, oh really? Like, so, so what does it say you do to help that person? It's like, well, it says right here, you, you grab them by the shoulders and you look them lovingly in the eye. And then you shake him and say, you're acting like a nut. <laughs> he was like, oh, that's what you're doing? She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so he like grabs her shoulders. And he looks her loving in the eye. And he shakes her and said, you're acting like a nut. <laughs> and she's like, you tricked me. He's like, because you're going overboard with all of this. <laughs> and that's how y'all sound like that's how a lot of people really sound on social media these days like everybody wants to like diagnose everything and everybody wants to be super deep and like look oh, like yeah. way too into things like yeah. oh I'm, di I'm dissecting these lyrics and that's because it's gonna trigger your mind and it's psychological and it's not that deep fam like before y'all start before y'all start going off on deep end I just need y'all to repeat this phrase it's not that deep, fam. It's not that deep, fam. And that's why, like I told you, that's why I don't take... That's why social media is social media I to just, me. like, I laugh don't... at it. I just, like, bro, y'all do the most to try to... Because we've come to this age where people, instead of being actually intelligent, people are pretending to be intelligent so they can have this mm. higher feeling about themselves. And, I mean, it's good to be confident, Right. But the fact that you only do this so you can feel like you're higher than a person or on a higher pedestal and I'm way more enlightened and woke than you are because I don't listen to such things and you just don't know and you're just a sheep and like, dude, chill out, like chill, like let people enjoy their music, let people enjoy their movies. And I'll say it's not that deep. Like a lot of things are really just on surface. It's not that deep. It's not fam. It's social media. It's That's probably the name of this podcast. It's not that deep, fam. There you go. <laughs> it's not that deep. What else we have on the list? Um, we did say we were gonna talk about um, you know, since we're talking about Instagram psychology, um, we were gonna talk about imposter syndrome, like heavily. Uh, that's on you if you want to dive into that because that was that was your whole thing anyway. Well, I mean, it's just that we were discussing it because you you complain about the fact that I that I walk around with this attitude where I I'm a bother to people and I don't belong or I don't fit in or whatever like that. You do, and you always and you always talk about people love you and blah blah blah. And in my mind, I don't see it. Crazy, I don't. Mm-hmm. 
But I, I but do, I do, and like, as much as we joke about when we're famous and when we're famous and when we're famous and we're gonna hang with this person, we're gonna hang with that person, we're gonna go to these parties and blah blah blah. I probably wouldn't feel comfortable. Well, guess what? Invite me to the parties. I'll be there while she be sitting there home. Talking, I don't know because you know I don't. They really don't well, want they, us. To, they well, don't they want invite, us to come because I'm good for being like. Well, they invited you. They didn't invite me. Exactly. That's stupid shit. And then when I get if I go there without her, then they be like. Oh, where's your wife? Where's Tiff? Oh, well, she said, since you didn't directly invite her or said that you and Tiff That she didn't want me here, yeah. That you didn't want her there. And they're going to look at you fucking stupid. They're like, what? And it's just going to have to, because, I mean, that's just... No, because you're going to bring your ass or you're going to send in the car and then I'll be like, baby, they say you could come. <laughs> here, can you tell her that she could come inside? <laughs> Shit. Because I, I do, I do. Because, I mean, like I said, not to, like, diagnose myself, but when I read when I read about, like, actual, like, imposter syndrome, and I and I hear, like, I hear, like, actual celebrities who would be like, yeah, I, I do feel like imposter syndrome. Like, I don't, you know, I still feel like I don't deserve to be there. I'm not on a certain level or whatever. Craziness, craziness. It just, look. But that's look. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell everybody now. Like all the people who are like Tiffany's weird about friendships and things like that. She is. I look. I always feel like I'm a bother. I, I'm never one to initiate texts. You know, unless I really need to because I feel like oh, I don't want to bother oh this my person. God, since we're talking about this, so I, me, Creole. And one of her classmates from high school. We went to my to, defense we went as to a New Year's resolution. I hit her up and said, come on, let's go to brunch for the first time. I made the move. Right. So I'm getting better. So we now this is the friend who was just newly engaged. So we meet up. Finally meet up. I'm like, hi, my name is Frank Fiesh. Hi. My name is Keisha. Blah, blah, blah. This is my fiance. We'll do a we'll. Had a great time. And I told her, I said, could you please? Call this motherfucker up and take her places, wherever. I don't care where. Just take her somewhere so she can have a good time and laugh and all that other shit. That's what I told her because that's what she needs. Because if not, you know, she was, if I, I that's one thing I like. I got my, I have my circle of friends and I don't, Get to hang with them quite often because a lot of them work. We got different work schedules and stuff. But there's sometimes that, yeah, I want to hang out with my partners. But I don't want to hang out with my partners and have a good time knowing that she's at home. I have no problem with that. I don't care. I know you don't have no problem with that. But like we said, we said this at the table. It doesn't matter. It still feels like it's guilt to us. Okay. Now, like you said, like this weekend when you was out on the bachelorette trip, see if I was off, uh, I would have been rolling with Cam or whatever. But, you know, I had to, you know, I work on the weekends, but that would have been fine. And so, like I say, I'm glad. Shout out to Keisha. It's Keisha, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Keisha. Please call this motherfucker up and go somewhere, especially now that you got your weekends back to. Oh yeah, I do not want to hear no shit about you being inside. So well, you working? Tell me, I don't want to hear that shit. You better call <laughs> Keisha. Y'all better go do something. Help her plan her wedding, whatever the case may be. But don't you beat your ass inside because you be complaining about not having your weekends. Now you got your weekends back. I don't want to hear no shit. Call your friends. Call them up. Nah. Shit. Like I said, I just got to get over the idea of being a bother, being a burden. You ain't being a bother. Trust you, me, a motherfucker you already know how I feel me. about being a burden. Right, but a motherfucker would tell you, hey, It took no. me a minute to feel like it wasn't a burden to you. <sighs> Crazy. Um, Shit, since we talk about that, another thing. Um, So I saw a, a clip on Instagram. And it's, uh, what's your girl name? Cynthia Lucia and the dude. Uh, I don't know his name. Pull up on your phone because I, I don't think. And while she pulled that up, yeah. So the clip was uh, she does this long distance series, uh, series with this, with with this, this guy. guy. Uh, I don't know his name yet because, like, I say she got to pull it up. 
but they do a series of just long being in a long distance relationship. So in doing so, they did want to talk about the guy was sitting there, uh, heartbroken. He was like crying, upset. And he was like, uh, she was like, what's wrong? What's going on? She, he was like, man, I lost a, I lost a good one. Darren Brand. Darren Brand. Yeah. Shout out to Cynthia. He's on. He's on Wildin' Out actually. Man, shout out to Darren Brand and Cynthia Luciet. Cynthia Luciet. So he was like, "Yeah, man, I lost one of my partners. I lost a good one." And she was like, "Oh, what's wrong? Everything okay? You need?" He's like, "Nah, I just need some. I need some time to figure things out." She's like, "Um, what you be? I mean, what's going? What's going on?" She's like, yeah, my friend, uh, I don't know, let's say Crystal. And she was like, uh, who? Crystal? Who's Crystal? You know, man, I'm trying to tell you what's going on. You worried about all the other stuff. Yeah, because he was like, yeah, man, she was she was a rat. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. She like, yeah, that was my ex-girlfriend. Right, right. <laughs> I'm talking about you. What you mean, ex me? Like, yeah, I mean, we uh we dated, we dated back in uh we said like elementary school or something. Yeah, like elementary and middle, and but then, then he was like he lost they lost, lost their virginity t- in college. Right. Like they hooked up in college. So she, so she was like, Why are you crying over some dead cat? <laughs> it's a roadkill. It's a roadkill. <laughs> So I, I said that to Creole and I said, motherfucker, this is your ass to the fullest. So I was it like, was a, it's, a, it's us. It's us. Right. I was like, so you can't cry over an ex? And she's like, nope. <laughs> and she's like, I like, so if I, you know, I go to the funeral, she's like, I'm coming. I'm like, why the fuck you would come? You don't even like the girl. It don't matter. I make sure you don't wild out too much. Well, the minute I, I see you, did. the minute I see you fall on the casket crying or trying to jump ain't in nobody, the grave, talking about some take me with you, we gonna be fighting. Ain't nobody doing that foolishness, <laughs> talking that shit. You better not get up there and give a eulogy. <sighs> Whatever, what if they ask me to? No, you're not about to send that professional love to somebody. I'm not professional. I like look. She was straight. She was good. I, you know, I pray she's in heaven right now, and that's it. Ashes, ashes, dust to dust. Kiss my ass in the backseat of the bus. He's so stupid, man. So, what um, what um, what what else? Well, you just gonna end it like that and that conversation like that. I mean, what more? You you don't talk to your exes, so I ain't gotta worry about it. I with don't. You. I don't. You think you think I've killed all of them? Yeah. There's a good chance. God just knows my temper, so he just makes sure we don't cross paths. You know what my heart is? Because I almost fought one in the parking lot outside the uh, outside of the post office, and this was like after I accidentally ended up on a uh, shopping trip with his baby mama. Yeah, see what I mean? So yeah, God. Knew. That wasn't my fault. I didn't know she was friends with my friend. God that was just uncomfortable. uncomfortable. I just remember texting Tanaj SOS and she's like, what's wrong? I was like, I'm shopping with Jamie and my ex's baby mama who he tried to get back with me right before they had their kid is at the mall with us. Wow, shit. Wildy coyote shit. But you know, that's the life we live. Oh, Papa. Oh, oh, then we want. Oh, I know what else we want to talk about. We want to talk about old girl that I sent you on Instagram, who's uh pregnant with her fourth kid at twenty three. Man, listen to this shit. Run the story. So I'm going through my reels and I, like stumbled on this girl, this girl's page. Her name is Jess something. <laughs> Not just hilarious. Just she's, she's just she's just something. And You're just fucking. She was like explaining the story of like her life on like multiple parts on her reels. So I saw one and I caught a bit of it. I was like, what the fuck? So of course I ended up going on a page, going on a rabbit hole. And I start like watching like all of the parts of it where she's like explaining like her first kid up to now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna shorten it for you and run the story. It's not that short, but I'm gonna run it for you. So um uh, apparently she got pregnant at 
14, 15. All right. With a boyfriend. Bum. Hit it from my mom. Her mom started um no feeling like feeling like she was pregnant. Like she had right. no she ain't got no cycle all summer and all this stuff like that. So her mom was like, Are you pregnant? She's like, No, I'm not pregnant. I got I've been getting my cycle all summer. And her mama didn't believe it, so she got a pregnancy test. So she made her take a pregnancy test, but then she faked the pregnancy test so it come back negative. She just ran like water on it. Mama still didn't believe her, take her to the doctor. She gets an ultrasound. The doctor's like, Oh, she's eight months pregnant. Oh, you little bitch. Mom gets mad, kick her out the house, but then eventually it was, and she went and go stay with the boyfriend and his mom, who was excited about the baby, apparently. But then her mom, like, had to change her heart and, like, took her back in the house. She gives birth to the baby, had real, real bad preeclampsia. Of course, her mom was like, that's what you get for hiding your pregnancy, because nah. now you have all these, like, undiagnosed issues. Nah. So she has one kid now at 15, 16 years old. Right. Her and the boyfriend are chilling, being parents. She gets pregnant again at 17. Mm. Has the baby at 17. He realized the baby don't, something's wrong. Asks for DNA, t- DNA test for the baby. Baby not his. So mm. they break up. She got two kids by two different men. Guys, I'm not even going to say men because she's still a teenager. So she has two kids by two different dudes. Single mom at 17. Mm-hmm. Apparently, first baby daddy goes to jail. She go visit Locked him in jail. Up. She go visit him in jail. She said while she was visiting him in jail, she meets new dude who's in jail, apparently. Another inmate. They link up. He gets out maybe like a month or two later. They link up. Mm. They're dating. <laughs> and she gets pregnant for him. Nigga, what's going on? So this is baby daddy number three. And I think she said she's like 20 at this point. So this is baby, baby daddy number three. Supposedly they got engaged. She called out the engagement. So she's a single mother of three at 20, 21. She's now 23 years old. She is pregnant with her fourth kid with another guy. They're supposedly engaged. She's like, well, we are getting married and blah, blah, blah. I hope, I sincerely hope that this one does work out. Hmm. Because I just, uh, I, I don't know. And everybody's like, and she's like, oh, I'm not trying to make it cute or funny to get pregnant young or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but you keep getting pregnant. Right. One is one thing. Like but- there's, you can make a mistake with one. There's a statistic that says usually teen pregnancies are followed by like another like pregnancy, like a year or two later. But four for four but different bro, men. Four by four different men, and you twenty three. That's a lot. Cause you, cause clearly you had like a, the first baby daddy was loyal to you, and you messed it up by cheating on him and getting pregnant by somebody else. True. So you was just out here wilding. True. You got pregnant young. You got pregnant with the second one at sixteen, seventeen years old, Preach. cheating on him. And so he broke it all. So that was your fault that you ended up a single mama too. Because you cheated on him. Then you meet the third dude in jail going to visit the first baby daddy. Now that's the trip part. You got one, your, you, your baby daddy's in jail. And you hooking up with another inmate. And then she's like, well, jail. I told him, I told him I didn't want another baby yet, but then I ended up pregnant. I don't know. So that. you didn't try to prevent it then. No. You put it all on him to prevent it. Of course. It's always on us. He want a kid. You don't. You don't. But you're going to rely on the dude who wants a kid to pull out. It's always on us. And like I said, she's like, oh, I'm not trying to. I'm not doing this to try to make it cute or funny or blah, 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 blah. that shit is cute. Have these kids as a motherfucking accessories and shit. And I just like I don't see the appeal of having multiple kids by multiple men like that. Like, just one after the other. Like, I can understand if, like, you got married. Like, my like my cousin's wife. You got married, got divorced, or your yeah. husband died, so, like my so cousin's, shit like My that. cousin's wife. They got six between the two. Okay? She had three with her husband. Right. She had three boys with her husband. Then she had a boyfriend with where she had her daughter. So, that was four. Then she met my cousin with the four. 
but she's also seven years older than my cousin, previously married, with four kids. That's not a problem. And then they got together and had two kids as a married couple. Okay? So, yeah, she has six kids by three different men. But this is also in two marriages. Right. You know? But to just be out here just having a baby by every dude you sleep with... I'm sorry. That's just, it's I hate to be like, but dream. it's, it's lazy. Hmm. Like it's, it's you just not preventing it. You just having a baby, but just by any dude, why is it accident? You can't control it. Blah, 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 as one friend told me, Oh, when you can't control these things, they just happen. Lies. I'm 32 with no kids. Lies. There's ways to prevent these things. Some people just don't want to do it. Because I've had people be like, oh, girl, you on birth control. You know that mess with your body. And you should probably get off of it. And, oh, girl, I just, I don't, I can't mess with that. I would rather the weight gain from like a depot shot or whatever like that. I would rather the weight gain and having to deal with all that stuff than to be out here just having a baby with every dude I sleep with. Because I don't want to be on anything and I'm relying on him to do everything. And next thing you know, he's convincing you to let him go raw. And oh, you better make sure you pull out. And one time he don't because he's either lazy or he decides he want to trap you or whatever like that. And boom, here you go with a baby. With a dude you don't want to be, be with. Be smart about that shit, Just ladies. Just be smart about it. And be like, smart. Y'all gotta, and y'all got to stop like getting upset. You know, I know every woman wants a good man or whatever like that. And that's why everybody be mad at old boy when Ooh. he be telling chicks that. Oh, uh, Kevin uh, Samuel? Yeah. Because he, <laughs> he do be having some strong points about like some of these women who are out here with like all these kids by all these different men and then turn around and they want a guy with six figures and blah, 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 blah. And getting mad when the guy is going, well, I want kids. Well, I'm tired. I ain't got no more. I don't want to have no more kids because I already got four and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, I sat up here and waited and not had any. And you're going to tell me that you want to be with me. But, you know, I want kids. But then you telling me that you don't want no kids. Okay, well, then I'm going to find a woman that wants to have kids with me. But you can't get mad when you... You done having kids at 25 and he is at 32 established and ready to have his kids. Right. You know? And then you also can't be cheeky and be out here with four baby daddies talking about, <laughs> I want a man with no kids. Yeah. I'm, I don't want to be no stepmom, but then get mad when he don't want to be a stepdad. I have heard stories. Of that. I have heard, I heard stories, many stories like that too. Where a woman, like you said, have three, four kids with three different, four different dingers, but that's like, well, I want to sit for man, but he can't handle kids. What the fuck? Like, you you got kids <laughs> by every dude you've been with, and then, but you want him to be childless. I don't want to be a stepmom to nobody kids because I don't want to deal with a dude who got baby mamas, but he got to deal with you having baby daddies. Right. Like, how is that fair? And they got dudes who do the same thing to chicks. Oh, yeah. Like, they got dudes that'll turn around and get with a chick who sat up there and not had kids. And he got three, four kids. Tell me, I don't want no more kids. And she's like, well, I want kids. Well, I'm, I'm tired of having kids because I already got three miles to feed. And they taking up all my child support and all that stuff. Okay, well, then I don't want to be with Man, these chicks just don't want to accept a dude with kids. No, you being cheeky by telling her you don't want no more kids when she wants kids. Don't do no need. And that's also, and that's also, you know, Casey and I was talking about on the trip. She had asked if me and you had talked about, kids. you know, when we have kids and stuff like that. She's like, I know this is like a stupid question. I was like, well, it's, it's not a stupid question. Mm-mm. And I flat out told her, I was like, because people don't have these discussions. Exactly. A lot of people don't have these discussions before they get married. Exactly. Before they even date. I was saying this a while back. I said, you ask. There's nothing wrong asking the questions you want to ask, especially the hard question. Because that's what's wrong with a lot of people. They live in their honeymoon phase of relationship yeah. and all that. But y'all never talk about Especially the ones that get engaged after a year. There's nothing wrong getting, getting engaged after just a year or two. As long as y'all have talked about everything y'all going to do. 
Like you say, some people get in that honeymoon phase and it's like, we dated for a year and then we got engaged after a year and we got married, got married after another year. And then you get into marriage and you realize y'all haven't talked about what religion y'all kids are going to mm-hmm. be raised in. How many kids y'all going to have? If y'all going to have kids. How you going to discipline them? Yeah. How y'all going to discipline them? Who's going to work? And my mom and dad always told me a story because um, I'm, if you don't know, I'm Catholic. And so when you go to get married oh. in the church... You have to take pre-canna. And a lot of people ask, a lot of non-Catholics ask what pre-canna is, but think of it, pre-canna simply is just like the Catholic version of um, premarital counseling, essentially. And so all, and what it is, is they ask you a bunch of questions, almost like the newlywed Mm -hmm. game, if you remember how that was, where, oh, they ask the husband a bunch of questions and see if the wife's answers match up. And then they'll ask the wife a bunch of questions and see if the husband's answers match up. So essentially, the man and the woman take a survey mm-hmm. that is like a bunch of questions that essentially you should have down pat to. and have the answers to that should match your spouse or be somewhat close saying this is how our household is going to be. Oh, well, if he's Baptist and I'm Catholic, then okay, how the kids going to be raised? Well, you know, like um, Jamal and Macy. Macy's Catholic, Jamal's not, but Macy was like, uh, LJ is going to receive all of the sacraments. And then when he gets older, he can decide if he wants to stay Catholic or not. But just to make sure he has his sacraments, he's going to be baptized Catholic yeah, and, take his, and take his sacraments. So those will be done, gotcha. you know, but that was like the agreement that they had. But, you know, they ask you questions about, do you want kids? How many kids do you want? You know, who's, who's going to work? Because a lot of people think that's like a simple question. Oh, yeah. And my mom and dad, my mom and dad went to pre-canna and they say they had a couple when they asked them who was going to work. The man said, no wife of mine is going to work. My mom didn't work. And I want my wife to be at home when I get home. And I want her to raise our kids and be a stay at home wife. The woman swings around and goes, no, I'm going to work. Well, mm. I don't want my I don't want my wife working. And she's like, well, I have a master's degree. My parents paid way too much money for me to go to college for me to waste it being a homemaker. And they That's got it. into a full blown argument, stormed out of pre-canna. And mom and dad say they never came back. They don't know if they got married because mm. that might have been the end. But you have to discuss these things like you can't just jump into a marriage, jump into a relationship and not discuss like people think those are simple things, but those are like really make or break things in a relationship. Like you don't, you know, that's what happened to Jeannie Mai. Jeannie Mai didn't want any kids. Her her first husband claimed he agreed and didn't want any kids. Then he up and decided he wanted kids. So then they got divorced. And then in the process of getting divorced, mm-hmm. he he got a woman pregnant. So of course she was heartbroken because this is a man she was with for 10 years who said he agreed with the fact that she didn't want kids only to then turn around and change his mind. Well, then that goes back to what I was saying earlier about the Neo situation. Right. He said here he was married to her, right? Um, I think they were engaged. They engaged. were engaged. They were together. They had him and Monetta had two kids. Said here. And sat there and yeah, they agreed. He didn't force her to tie her tubes. Right. But but they came to the agreement as a couple that was supposedly getting married and was supposedly going to be together Mm -hmm. forever that they were done having kids. They had their girl. They had their boy. He said he was good. He didn't want any more kids. And then he turns around and tells her, I don't want to be monogamous anymore. You know, and then he's already told her, you know, he didn't want any kids. And then boom, he pops up with Crystal. She's pregnant. He marries her. You know, they have a second kid. Now they about to have a third kid. Boom. Talk that shit out, people. You got to. You have to. Talk that shit out. Because a lot of people don't think these are like make, and break, make or break um, conversations, but they are make or break conversations. They are because you may find out that y'all are not on the same pathway. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and people have to get out this mentality of just like having random kids and things like that. And yeah, accidents happen, but I mean, only so Man, many, bro. So many is quote unquote accidents. Yeah. I mean, you can have one, maybe two, right. like spaced out or whatever like that. But I mean, when you start having three, four, five accidents, you know, and then have and then getting mad when 
somebody with no kids wants kids and you tired of you tired of having kids because you think you have enough or vice versa or somebody or you dating somebody and they don't want to be a step parent i mean you can't be mad at that right. you could be heartbroken but you can't be mad at like the situation you're in i mean it's not fair to the other person to have kids and say i don't want to have any more kids when you know the other person wants kids mm. You know, and you have to, you have to sometimes say yourself, well, I'll put myself in this situation, unfortunately, you know, and you just have to like tell yourself like, yeah, there's just certain men or certain women who don't want to deal with that mess. Because Lord knows I was mentally preparing myself the older I got in my 20s that I was like, I guess I might have to settle for somebody with a kid because it was looking like everybody had a had at least one kid. True, true. So I was really like mentally preparing myself that I was gonna have to date a dude and I was gonna have to be a stepmom to at least one kid and accept the fact that, you know, that I wouldn't, I might not necessarily be the one to give him his first child, which is another thing too. Is like, as much as I, like y'all don't like people don't care. Yeah, some people feel some type of way about not being the father or mother to your first child, especially yeah, women. I mean, that's that's I mean that's that's an honor. Yeah, it's an honor, especially if the other woman has his junior. Right. You know, that's an honor. it's you know, as much as people may pretend whatever whatever like that, you know, sometimes you feel some type of way that you know that you're in a relationship and you're experiencing being pregnant for the first time and all of the pregnancy stuff and all the cutesy stuff and the baby shower and stuff. And he's sitting <laughs> up there going, oh yeah, I've already done this three times. You know? Yeah, it takes away from it. You know, or the same thing with him. He's like excited about, you know, her being pregnant and who the baby kicks and the baby like, shower and body down, gifts and stuff like that. Down. Yeah, and she's like, oh, calm down. It's not that big a deal. Ugh, I already not did this three times. You know? Yeah, I know how that feels. I definitely know how that feels. You know, and just, you know, and that's one thing I look forward to with you, you know, is is experiencing everything for the first time together as opposed to like you being you or me going on. This ain't no big deal. I've done this before. Yeah. All right. Had kids. You know, so it's not that big a deal. You, you, you stressing about this and stress about that. And, you know, why you worry about that? And, you know, it's like, you know, that's one thing I do look forward to. And I mean, and that's special. It's there's something special about experiencing a lot of things with your partner for the first time together. Cause it makes the adventure more fun as opposed to feeling like somebody is just like pulling you through it because they've already like charted the waters and ventured out without you. Crazy. I'm gonna say talk it out before y'all sit here and get deep, 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 deep into something, and then you find out towards the end, oh, this is not what I want. And you be disappointed. Yeah. So. Hmm. Maybe one day, be they'll learn. Nah, we'll it's see. really not that hard. It's very simple. It's very simple. People make relationships complicated. They do. Ooh, like, it's work, to, but it shouldn't be hard. I know I want to say, so... And we had our mark. I'm in with this. We can go a little further. No. I mean, no, I mean, we've gone like five or six minutes over. I understand, but I'm tired. I know you're dozing off. Um, Lakin said, in order for us to get her to listen to, we have to do like, we have to talk about like, because she listened to those murder criminal podcasts and stuff so like first 40 hours and shit like that type of thing so she wants me to talk about the defeo guideline or like what did what she want like <laughs> i mean she wants some, some if you don't know who uh defeo is he's the guy who killed his whole family that inspired the movie the movie amityville horror he, passed, he passed away yesterday we, that's why i'm like is that what you want me to talk about whatever just because I'm like, because she listens to podcasts. Have you listened to ours? So I don't know I have I mean, but you know, what do you guys talk about? Because I listen to murders and all this and that. that yeah, that. this is why she's paranoid about everything. Exactly. And she was just saying, and she said that too. She's like, that's why I'm paranoid now. And da, 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 da. So we she have to like dedicate, we have to dedicate a podcast to like 
some murder shit, whatever the case may be. Okay. So we could get her. So this, so that podcast could be just for her ass and she could listen to it. Um, so yeah, Lakin, um, it's been, it's about to be nominated in. We're, we're going to hook you up, um, as soon as we can. So. Okay. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> we'll figure out what's some grim horror stuff we can talk right, about. We got to find some, some grim shit just so we could keep her, uh, entertained because she's like, she's like, yeah, no. Yeah, we're going to hop on a podcast one day as goofy as we are. It's like, we're going to talk about the Manson murders. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Shit. Oh, man. But you guys, like I say, we are at the end. Um, Ooh, are we going to listen to our podcast after this? No. Tomorrow's Monsters? What? We're going to listen to Tomorrow's Monsters after this? Oh, you're talking about that podcast? Yeah. Uh, new one is up? It's Tuesday. Yeah, but shit, maybe their car broke now. <laughs> well, let's see. Hmm. Nope, it's out. It's out. Yes, we will then. So, <laughs> good podcast that Creel put me on. What is it? It's called Tomorrow's Monsters. It's a it's a non it's a fictional podcast. It's a it, it's almost like the old school like when you watch the movies <laughs> and they talk about like the the um them reading the stories it's like theater over radio. Yeah. So like Waterworlds, if you know what that is, like on the radio and things like that. So it's a it's a fictional podcast with uh, John Boyega, who actually is uh, the producer of it also, and Darren Chris. Yo, um, shout out to Darren Chris and John Boyega. Boyega, if you guys would like to be on our podcast, please give us a call, contact us through Instagram, and we'll work this out. But yes, it's definitely. She put me on it. I'm now I'm tied to it. So we're gonna listen to that after we done with this. But with everything we say, I wanna let you guys know that we are grateful and thankful for you guys keeping tuned into us and subscribe to us. Make sure you spread the word, tell everyone about us, keep on pushing that plug for us. And I guarantee you we're gonna come out with more content, great content. And just keep your eyes open on us, okay? Oh, you there? Anything you want to say? We love you guys. Keep supporting us. We appreciate it. The love from everybody around the world, literally. We've been, we've been, appreci- we've been appreciating the love from everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. And it's it's amazing seeing all of the different places. Right. Cause at first, at first we would see some places pop up in, in the stats and be like, and we would, we would justify it and be like, Oh, well we know somebody who lives there and we know somebody who lives there. And we know somebody who lives there. And now it's like, we don't know anybody in Minnesota and we don't know anybody in Anaheim, California. So we're starting to go, <laughs> huh? Okay. There's, there's random people finding us and we appreciate it. We appreciate much it so, so much. So keep on following us. Keep on liking us on Instagram, Facebook. You can find us. And what's going thank you for tuning in to another episode. Uh, but yeah, I'm Retro. And I'm Creole. Peace. Bye. Yeah.